0: We have got an absolute fantastic edition of Lower After Hours for you today. Uh, we are joined by great royalty in the broadcasting world, Christine Golick, along with her husband, Mike, this guy you may have heard of or not. But, guys, we just we had a fantastic time having a, a chat with that great couple. And, uh, Pam, I, I want to throw it to you first because... You helped get this thing put together and you did a phenomenal job running point. Everybody listening is going to really enjoy the job that you did in handling the interview. How do you feel immediately coming off this performance tonight?
1: Ooh, um, I feel better. I was very nervous all day. So thank you guys for your kind words and your support. I had spitty mouth all day. Um, I fucked up the second I got the mic and forgot the name of our podcast. Cause I was so nervous that I almost called it laughter the club. And then I couldn't think lower after hours. So I said laughter hours. Like, so, but I felt good about it. I love them. They were just as great and funny and charming as I knew that they would be. And it was a super ton of fun. And I'm kicking myself because I wrote four pages of notes, which I'm now looking at to see that I did not give either one of them an opportunity. Like Will is always good about saying, Hey, where can the listeners find you? So you can shout out your Twitter handles and stuff. I didn't do that. And that sucks.
0: Well, I think people know where to find them pretty easily. (laughs) Jeff, I'm going to go to you out in California next week. Were you inspired? Are you uplifted? Are you encouraged or are you, well, maybe a little more distraught than usual? Well,
2: thank you um, for that question, mayor. It's a in-depth one. Um, I would say that first off, that was one of the most fun pods we've done in a while. I think I think it was great. But yes, I, I've been put in an interesting position that the um listeners will hear about. Um, but um long story short, we'll have to see if I can uh get a date sooner than Golik, I guess. Golik Jr., to be clear. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a wonderful time. Um, I thought they were hysterical. That was just, they were exactly what you would, it, you know, like Mike particularly, I mean, both of them, they, they are what they appear to be on TV and radio and stuff like that. They, they are genuine and it came across as genuine yet again. So I thought it was wonderful.
0: Let's keep it on the West coast and go to Jeanette for her assessment of the podcast that people are getting ready to listen to
3: well uh my money's on jeff for the date uh so you know this is pressure coming in because i want i want this money so do what you gotta do bro thirst trap it up whatever it is Get me some winnings okay so there's some more pressure for you um yes so me i have always just like enjoy the perspective that Mike has as like a goofy uh, individual, like dad perspective that he has that his, you know, the dad sense of humor. So to see it in person with the stories that they told us about their kids uh, was incredibly hilarious. I felt like I was at a comedy club, like how people, when they go see Chappelle, that type of situation. So it was, it's incredibly uh, intimate and authentic. And I laughed so much and Christine knows my dog because of the Mina, Pi- Mina Kinds pod. So that's super exciting. So
4: he's going to be more insufferable than usual.
0: <laughs> yeah, She did a little bit of homework ahead of time.
4: Ant, what about you? So first, I'm going to throw out there that you can find Christine at NDMom on Twitter and you can find Golik at, at Golik on Twitter. So let's give them a shout out for that. And you know, if you're not following them yet, you're missing something because they're producing great content and as jeff said they're very down to earth they're very relatable they had a fabulous time they were laughing there was never like pressure they just feel like you know they joined in the group and they were just ready to to talk about whatever it is we had to say and we're very just happy to be here and that was really enjoyable for me
0: very good Allie. what about you
5: so i also think that they're great people gripple as you would say But uh, I was most interested in the fact of the relationship that's been established between Pam and Christine. I'm excited to see that grow via Twitter, especially over bets and hopefully La Liga soccer and more NASCAR bets.
0: I was uh, reaching for my Tony reality button after you went with Greeple. I was, I was trying to give you like little bonus points right there. Good. (laughs) Well done. Kij, your thoughts.
6: Yeah. So they were obviously like exceptionally kind, genuine, and hilarious, like they always are when they're on TV or radio. Or podcast, I guess. Right now, um, they also gave like a lot of great parenting advice that I think all of us kind of agreed with, um, and that was a little bit unexpected. But it's not surprising since you know they're very public parents, um, and you know they also gave us a little, a little kind of like a treat of what Jeanette predict- or hoped would happen, which was you know shitting on one of us, and we all deserve it, and it was a beautiful moment. Um, and all you all you trolls that are coming after the Golics, watch out! We got a whole army backing them up, so be careful. That's all I'm saying.
0: Absolutely, and you'll want to listen to the very very end because we'll go to the guy that got it the last word in the end. Steve, your thoughts on this podcast?
7: I'm just kind of bummed that they moved out of Connecticut two months ago because I really feel like I was about to get invited to a Fourth of July party after tonight. It's, I was this close to a barbecue, this close. They're my kind of people. We're just going to drink Bud Lights all night, grill some burgers. Let's go.
0: Well, again, enough of waiting to get to that. Remember, they also have a podcast called Sorry in Advance. They're going to start cranking that up a little bit more in the future. And when you're done listening to this podcast with the Golux, on um, uh, Lower After Hours, remember, we've got a whole family of podcasts with midweek benches, laughter the club. And what's the other one?
1: Post-post
0: game? I know, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just wanted to throw a little bit of shade. But no, enough of this. Let's get you to a fantastic time that we had with the Golics.
8: And we're back with Mr. and Mrs. Goligs.
1: everyone this is another episode of laughter hour left <laughs> all right we're gonna start over
6: <laughs>
1: I almost said laughter the club which is not this either this is another episode of Lauer after hours tonight we are joined by the co-host of the Golick family podcast sorry in advance wife mom Fantastic social media follow Christine Golick and she brought her husband Mike along. How you
9: guys doing? We're hey
1: guys, great. welcome How in. You Thank you for joining us. You're my spouse tonight. What a change well, that I, is. That's right? fine by me.
10: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We've got our dogs here too. I was listening to when Mina Kimes was on and somebody's dog kept coming or was in the picture.
1: It was mine. I don't know where he is. <laughs> Yeah, oh, he's, he's you know. usually on the bed right behind you normally. Yeah, both of our pugs yeah, are here uh, joining us. They
9: may well. make it apparent Hank and Harry. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Well, we're going to get you started off with a question from Beep Count. Go ahead, Beep.
7: Hey, guys. Welcome in. Thanks a lot for joining us tonight. We, uh, we appreciate your time. So recently, Christine, you had posted on your Twitter something about the honey bun muffins. Uh, from little debbie so little debbie. i had a question what is your metal stand so gold silver and bronze for little debbie snacks
10: well i well, think I my think favorite is, is, this is twist cake rolls. rolls then the nutty bar and every day in high school for lunch i would have a chocolate milkshake and a nutty bar in the school cafeteria so um those are near and dear to my heart and then I think the third one would have to be the zebra cake. So I think those are my top three.
7: Well, the you- fact that you the fact that you left off the the greatest snack cake from Little Debbie ever, the oatmeal cream pie. There it is. There I it mean, is right there. Come on.
9: I, I I am the oatmeal cream pie guy. I get the double deckers, isn't yes, that? Yes. You
7: have to get the double decker, otherwise it doesn't count. What's that the point?
9: Is the my the all-time favorite.
10: I'm not a fan. She's not. No. <laughs>
9: I don't know how we've made it 34 years of marriage, quite honestly.
7: (laughs) Because
10: you get to eat all of those, and I can enjoy the other ones, so it's
1: good.
7: Awesome. Well, thanks a lot for your time, guys. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks. (laughs) All right. So I wanted to start off by asking Christine a little bit about herself. Everyone knows you as Mike Golick's wife, you're Gojo, Jake, and Sydney's mom, but who are you? Who's Christine? Tell us something about you that's your thing.
10: Well, it's interesting. Like I I was a homemaker the whole time my kids were growing up. Uh, I was very active and involved in their school and then their their athletic endeavors. Sydney wanted to go swim at Notre Dame. The boys wanted to play. So I kind of made that my job to facilitate them the best way that I could, you know, academically and uh, with their sports. So around 50, one of my friends said to me, so kids, they're gone. What are you going to do now? And I said, God, I don't know. I said, something's going to come up that's going to present itself to, to me and it's going to speak to me. And uh, shortly after that, I started getting involved with like heads up football and um, kind of went around and spoke to moms all over the country about uh, the value of sports and you know why it was important to have their kids playing sports. So I've kind of felt like that's been my calling uh, in the latter part of my life. Uh, to kind of go out and just, you know, talk to people about the value of sports, you know, what it can do for your kids and that kind of thing. Um, I, so I spent a lot of time working on that. Um, I enjoy, like, running. I ran the New York City Marathon a few years ago. Um, one and done for me because, wow, that's it was a lot. Um, but, you know, I like being active. I like socializing um i like gambling <laughs> um so you know i spent i spent yeah <laughs> so i spent a lot of time uh, you know now that mike's um not in between jobs uh we have a lot of free time yes, so, we do. so we do a lot of fun things right now um and you know i've got gotten to appreciate sleeping in past 4 15 um and just kind of really enjoying like this little phase of our life of not you know it being a rat race all the time. So
9: how she got started with the NFL was pretty interesting. You know, she's always been, she's been, you know, in the background, she was the homemaker, but she was the the glue of the family. She's the backbone of the family without question. That's all true. But when uh, it, it was, it was funny when, when the kids <laughs> were grown and stuff, we got an email at the house and, and Chris was like, Oh, you got an email from Roger Goodell. You know, I've had Roger on the show many times. And, and then she looked, she said, Wait a minute, that email's for me. Roger emailed her to oh, ask goodness. her to to help with the NFL the Heads Up program for youth football and she would uh cuz she's never been like a microphone in the hand person like I have or Mike has and and the other kids in sports and all of a sudden, you know, she's out at these events with a microphone in her hand you know, leading, you know, Q and A's and talking to moms all over the country.
10: And it was scary as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <It was> so- <laughs> but,
9: but, I mean, she adapted to it really well. Um, But that's kind of how it started. She, uh, with the email from Roger Goodell and, you know, and, and I, like I said, I've known him, but she's become really good friends with her and uh, with him and his wife. Um So we do a lot, you know, uh, especially with Little League. She's on the board of uh pop warner and i'm on the board of usa football so we we like being involved uh, with literally because football took a hit a while ago and you know the only way it comes back is by getting the youth back out in the field
10: yeah we recently moved we uh after espn was done for us we uh left connecticut which was a little bit jarring after 23 years yeah um but we're in South Bend, Indiana right now. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's been big life adjustments for us the, during the last year. So. Probably the most
9: consistent thing, though, is just what she said. She is a a a, um, a gambling fiend.
10: <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> i that
9: out loud. But... She is a slot machine puller, let me tell you. It's unbelievable.
1: Yes. That's perfect for me because I recently... Um, through this podcast and this group of people that I met on Twitter a year ago, um, became a gambling addict and lost my shirt two weekends ago. (laughs) I was this close to like the big one, you know, because you always are and
10: you like to play.
1: um, So it started out with little things. basketball bets baseball you know is Mike Trout gonna hit a home run and then I found La Liga on the DraftKings app okay and I know nothing about La Liga I just started throwing money at it and was like oh I love that name that's yeah he'll score tonight no no nope.
9: So have you called 1-800-I-NEED-HELP
4: yet?
1: I <laughs> it's a, yeah. Uh, We've scheduled intervention
4: probably. for right after this call.
1: <laughs> They're going to come busting in any second now. We, yeah, we that do, was a... We, we
9: do a lot of DraftKings like as a group, like on right. Sundays for football, we have a group. But other than that...
10: I haven't really deviated no, out of the football. Though.
9: I, I'm kind of a blackjack and she's kind of a slot machine. So we're kind of a... We're kind of a
1: casino couple. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks for your time. Um, speaking of leaving Connecticut, I'm gonna take you back to Connecticut and uh throw it out to Steve.
7: How hey, are you doing, guys? I'm actually right here in Bristol, Connecticut. So oh, the you. former mothership.
1: <laughs>
7: nice. So I I got a question for each of you. So for Christine, when is Gojo gonna settle down, get married, and have kids? And oh. Mike. Mike, what was it like having your hand in Stugats' dirt?
10: <laughs> okay. Um, the wow. Mike question. God, I don't know. I, I mean, I keep trying, I I try all different techniques. Am I hands-on? Do I try to, you know, set something up or do I just leave them alone? And I'm in the leave them alone, don't ask phase. Um, Sydney keeps telling me, Mom, when there's somebody, he'll he'll mention it to you. But you need to just, like, let him be. But he
9: has so many friends, girls that are friends. He's in the friend zone all the time, you know? I mean, so many. We keep going, is this the one? Is this the one? Is this the one? We have no – and, and you know, the COVID didn't help.
10: No, it didn't. You know, a year of, like, no socialization yeah. has really pushed us behind the eight ball. Last year, he was supposed to, right before COVID hit uh, at Mohegan Sun, he was supposed to do a traveling bachelor show. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe that was going to be it. It was going to be girls from Connecticut. And I thought, oh, maybe, you know, you never know. The world works in mysterious ways. And it got canceled right before that. And I don't know if it's ever going to happen now. So
9: So we have our, our youngest getting married next April. Jake is married. So the oldest will be, the last you know, one. the last one. So yeah, it's. Um, uh,
10: he's trying me though as a mom, that's yeah. for
9: sure.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, my, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead.
9: Oh, is,
7: there's a then, second part to that question Mike.
9: Yeah. Um well, you know, I owed that it was amazing that Dan you know, Dan makes the bet that doesn't involve him. He makes a bet that involves Stu and me. It was a for anybody that doesn't remember, it was a, uh the U Miami against Notre Dame and that was a friggin' shellacking.
10: I didn't even remember what the bet yeah, was. Yeah.
9: So, I owed um I owed a butt massage <laughs> to uh uh, to Stu Gatz. And so finally we were never in the same spot. So finally he was up in Bristol and he laid on the, and when we, uh, in studio, he laid right on the desk and I made sure I brought in construction gloves. These aren't just regular gloves. These aren't even like winter gloves. These are thicker and stronger than that. So if my hand, you know, was, you know, anywhere where it didn't need to be, I wasn't going to really feel anything. Thank God. But, uh, that was, a. Uh, that was a bit traumatic. There was a little bit of uh counseling afterward, <laughs> uh, but I had to pay off my bet. Appreciate you guys. Next time you're back in Connecticut, Jay
7: Timothy's done me. Hey, All good right. wings, there you go, get those wings.
1: All right, next we have Jeff from Los Angeles, who's gonna kind of turn the tables on you here with his question about being single.
2: Yeah, hey guys, it's Jeff. Um, Upon hearing the last question, I now realize that our point guard, Pamela, has intentionally set me up here. Um, So I had also two questions for you. The first one is, as the 32-year-old older sibling who is single, how the hell do I get my mom to stop bugging me about getting married and having children? Um, And the second question was, what was the worst thing about having Trey in your house for a year?
10: kind of advice I can give you on your mom's she's never going to stop. stop she's, she's never, never gonna.
9: going to stop
10: every girl I meet I look at and I'm thinking oh maybe a possibility maybe you know who knows no she you know it's in our DNA it's never going to stop I'm, yeah I'm sorry to tell you yeah
9: that, that's just it's and, your
10: cross to bear and, until uh and
9: as, as the husband involved in watching this I don't say a word I just let her do her thing. There are some fights that are worth getting into and some that are not, and that one is not. I leave yeah, that. Yeah,
2: I think my dad's kind of taking the same position. Or He's like, you're on your own there,
9: friend. Yeah, enjoy that one.
10: After all these years, he knows what battles to pick, and that, that's definitely not yeah, one of them. So, yeah, yeah.
9: Um, and Trey in our house for a year, my God. I mean, dude, what what do we have for I, I, I him? I had to, he would bring over a Coke Zero. Coke Zero was his drink. Every morning he brought it over and every morning he would, he would come over or at least in the beginning for the couple of days, he'd like, Hey, you got some ice and he'd go upstairs and he'd get some ice and all that. And finally, every morning for for the the time we were down there outside of the first couple, I had to bring him down a cup of ice every single morning for his Coke zero all the time.
10: He would in between breaks when the weather was good. uh, We had like sliders out our basement door the dude walked around our pool, must have done hundreds of laps during the year.
9: <laughs> as soon as we go to break. He was out the door. He was up and walking. He's one of those guys that has to get steps. And we'd be like, Trey, you know, we.
10: You could we, do it after. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. we're
9: talking here, we got a segment. He'd be out walking, you know, and it'd be. We'd be like, Trey, we're on in 30 seconds. You know, stop walking. But yeah, he loved to walk. He loves getting his steps in. Yeah.
10: All in all, he was a good guy though. Yeah. No, he was he was easygoing. It was
9: listen, it was great because it was just the three of us. You know, ESPN set up everything downstairs, and then because of COVID, nobody was there. So they taught us how to turn everything on. So basically it was Trey, Mike, and me in the basement. Chris would we would order a bunch of breakfast from a local place called the Harvest that we love, and we just expensed it to ESPN. It was <laughs> great. And and there was nobody around to, to question it. And he's Yeah.
10: So it, it was, it was an interesting year, but you know what, overall, it was a pretty pleasant experience. I'm,
9: I'm kind of happy that my last show there uh, at, was in our house and not at ESPN. You know, it, it was kind of nice. because The only
10: unfortunate thing was that the whole staff never yeah, really got to. Yeah. Be I would have liked the, the
9: staff to be there, but I was, in all honesty, I was, I was extremely happy that my family then could be there. That would have been more difficult to get them all to ESPN during that, you know, that time. Uh, so it was better. And I'd, I'd even tell the ESPN I was having the whole family on. I just told Trey, you know, I well, said, at
10: that point, what were they going to do to us? Well, that's
9: <laughs> what I meant. You know, at that point, what are they going to cut the feed? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so it worked out pretty yeah. well.
2: All right. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.
9: Good luck on that.
1: Yeah, uh, good final luck. Life. Yeah. We'll see who gets one first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a competition. Yeah. We can bet on it. You bet
3: oh, my God. <laughs> Wow!
1: We'll start a pool. Christine and I'll run it. Oh, uh, It's gonna be great. There you go.
3: I'm in on that. What is it? Twenty-five dollars? Thirty? Who am I sure.
1: Yeah. Twenty-five. Let's get. Let's do it. All happen.
9: kind of people throwing away around. Boy,
3: Michael, right. kill me if he hears yeah. that I'm like setting up a
10: pool on like when he's gonna get a girl. Oh God. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, now it's we're it's good. Oh, Sorry, Jeff. You. No, I was gonna say yeah. It's great for me also.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Now, I'm going to throw it out to our Canadian correspondent, Schweitz, up in Toronto.
11: How are you guys doing tonight? How are so, you? I'm great. So, for Halloween last year, uh, I dressed as your son, uh, Jr., and I had my son dressed <laughs> as Jason Fitz. And uh, this is my son as Jason Fitz. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Oh, my
10: God. There's so nice so, too.
11: Yeah, so f- he's yeah, it's the proper size. So I figured, first off, what can I do next year to improve the costume? <laughs> I, I'm fit.
10: What does your son's hair look like?
11: He well, it's it's still growing. It's all curly now and then. Yeah,
10: uh, yeah. There, there's one. me
11: spike it spike a little bit,
10: spike it a little bit, and yeah. have him
9: carry around a fiddle.
11: <laughs> yeah, we couldn't get one in quick enough time, but uh, we'll <laughs> certainly do that next year. And then my other question for you. What is your Mount Rushmore of TV moms?
10: Oh, TV moms.
9: TV moms. Boy, if we were your sister Tracy.
11: Oh, like,
10: well, I know who my number one is. It, slam dunk. Favorite show of all time. The Brady Bunch.
9: Oh, yeah. Florence Henderson. Oh, yeah. my Mrs. God. Brady. I yeah. am
10: a Brady Bunch junkie. So there's like, there's hardly a, a number one, two or three. She is just yeah. it for me. Like, yeah, I loved her. I, I did like um Mrs. Huxtable.
9: Claire Huxley. She, Huxley yeah, Claire. She, right.
10: She, yeah. She threw some tough love around. I loved that one. We
9: like it. wasn't so much as a mom, but we like her. She's a wife and a mom is 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 uh Deborah Barone. Deborah Barone. We love everybody loves Raymond.
10: Mm-hmm. Love it.
9: So uh we, we we think she's pretty funny in that as well.
10: Yeah. I,
9: him. Him. I don't know. Or
10: do, you, or do
9: you like Raymond's mom? Oh Marie. <laughs> Marie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. By the way, quick trivia question. In in everybody loves Raymond. There were two characters that were in every single episode which two characters not sure marie and frank no ray and robert no now you two two people have sent them both it was was ray and frank Ray 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 and marie ray and marie were in every single episode
1: she was a gem. I loved her. Oh, she was. loved her, she Loved was.
9: her, awesome. I hope you had some Timmy Hortons too up there in Canada. <laughs> uh, we we get it all the time. There you go. Good.
10: That's awesome. Is that because they
9: don't have
11: Starbucks up there? That's right. We don't have Starbucks. I am we not- actually we have lots of Starbucks.
9: Honestly, I'm not I'm not a, a huge fan of Starbucks.
3: Not
11: well. Next time you come to Toronto, Tim Hortons is on me.
9: Yep, that works for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: All right, now we're gonna go back to LA to talk to Jeanette about some more TV and maybe hear about the future.
3: Ooh. Ooh, yes. So, hello. Um, So a few weeks ago, Christine, you tweeted that you are doing everything within your power to convince your family to go um, beyond below deck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Uh-huh. So I'm here to assist you with that. So hopefully Mike, you know, very open minded, we can make it sound appealing enough that he will say, yes, let's do it. So my question is, does it really doesn't matter where you guys go? It's which captain would you like, either Lee or Sandy? What would be the menu for you for the family's trip? And what would be the occasion that you guys would celebrate on board? You know, cause they do casino nights and great Gatsby birthday anniversary. You know, there was one time I think somebody, they opened a new business. So maybe someone joining a pirate ship would make sense.
9: (laughs) That would certainly be a reason to celebrate, right?
3: Absolutely. And just think of the other
10: people we could bring on that ship with let us. me tell you and, and
9: the reason the kids don't want to do below deck is because because they're like we don't want everybody in the country to see us hammered all the time we travel with another family the the, the perianos they have three kids that are the age of our kids and then the mr and mrs and, and and chris and i get along extremely well we have traveled so many places with our two families from when they were little kids before they could drink to now, all they do is get sloppy drunk. So, uh, But, I mean, we have a great time together. And to have it all recorded on a freaking yacht or something would be unbelievable. It
10: would. But uh, going back to her question, yeah. I, I would like Captain Lee. I
9: like Lee as well. I yes. like Captain yes. Lee. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
10: A big fan of his. The, the, the food. I would
9: say a lot of a lot of seafood right yes yeah a lot, a lot of seafood. seafood
10: but we always say as we're watching it we'd be really easy people to like
9: we we would never once get dressed up for dinner no all these people dressing into like suits and like dresses what the hell is that are you freaking kidding me shorts flip-flops and the tank top give me a beer and give me a lobster and i'm good
10: at nighttime maybe like a ball shirt and shorts whatever yeah maybe yeah, yeah. maybe but yeah, it would be really easy going, yeah. and, and maybe we could celebrate at some point joining oh, the Fireship. Oh, that ship.
9: would that be might... very interesting to do. That, that, would be, we'll see. that would be something. Yeah,
10: we'll have to keep our eye on that yeah, one.
9: Yeah, we'll mm-hmm. keep our eye on that one.
3: Yep. Well, I would recommend at least one set of fancy clothes, because, you know, you got to do it for the gram. You got to show up just once, so you just do the 15 minutes, you're couple pictures that probably would be it 15. and then that's it
9: you know what always amazes on that show is when they go to the beaches why are the beaches always so friggin' rocky
10: well that's on the sailing
9: one oh the sailing yeah, yeah. it's yeah. unreal give me a sandy beach man these, these
10: people are laying in like shells <laughs> like rocks. And rocks unbelievable and like, oh my goodness so yeah
9: we'd love to go on that show oh uh, my I'm god i'm obsessed yeah. Jamel
10: hill has been on you know yeah. right yep mm-hmm. oh yeah and she, yeah. It was- I love
9: the night, she, it was the night where their cake, the, the, and she got hammered, hammer. went to bed. The guy walks out with a penis cake for nobody. <laughs> <laughs>
10: it, was, it was good. I, I, I don't know if you can say that she's supposed to be going back. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. yeah well, maybe. I'm going to spill it. She's yeah. supposed to be going back on. So I don't know if I'm in trouble for that or not. Who knows?
1: nope we have eight listeners and they're all in this zoom so.
9: <laughs> so we're good
1: yeah we're all set okay yeah i think you're safe well there so. you go the
10: scoop then i think she's going around for round two probably with her husband this time so that's yeah. very exciting be
3: Two and when i'm still trying to get yeah one, we're so
9: trying to get one
3: we'll see what <laughs> yeah but that sounds like it's a made for TV event for a made for TV family. Yeah. So yep. I know that for that it would be the the episodes that I would watch and I would just like tweet about it nonstop. And it would be great just to see kind of like, you know, on the on the jet skis and the water toys and stuff oh, and then it, that's
10: what I thought too. Like I thought it would be fun, oh, you know. some people on there, wow, I mean, high maintenance.
9: Yeah. God, the drama and high maintenance, you would get none of that, that with from us. us no. All we, we would need is late night snacks and well, fair uh, amount of alcohol. Fair amount of alcohol and water toys, and we're good. Yeah,
3: we'd be good. Yeah. Well, well fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed and thank you so much. Sure. Thank you.
1: All right. Now I'm gonna throw it out to Lou. Lou in sales, Bruce in sales, Cincinnati Bruce, whoever, whichever personality he is tonight. <laughs>
8: Tonight, tonight we're just in Cincinnati, Lou. Uh, Christine, I just want to say thank you for purchasing a uh, hat from us. It's was really great for you. No I, I saw the orc come in. I was like, guys, guys, Mrs. Kolic bought a hat. And everyone was like, <laughs> we all cheered. Yeah. Uh, but my question, my question is for both of you. Uh, I want to know the time, not the time that you got the most angry at Gojo, but the time when he did something and you were like, I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. God, I hate to say he was a pretty good kid.
10: He was. We... I mean, we were kind of bummed when he got arrested. Well, yeah, that was
9: a, that was a, um,
10: just because it was an eh, unfortunate situation. I don't even know if,
9: I don't even know if it was just dis- no. disappointment. Um, so, you know, you get that as a, as people couldn't believe that I sleep with the phone on, you know, at, at night, I'm like, I got kids in college, college. or high, high school. How could you not? How are you going to turn your phone off? So I got that dreaded call. It was, I'll never forget. It was 3 15 in the morning. And I just went, Oh shit. You know, and I looked and I saw Mike's name came up and I said, OK, at least I know it's his phone. I hope he's on the other end. And I answered and he said, Dad, he said, um, uh, I'm at a party at a house party and we're all getting arrested. And, you know, the first thing I said is, why the hell didn't you run? You know, I mean, Jesus, I mean, run, you know. And <laughs> and he said they have dogs. I said, OK, okay. don't run because you're not out running a dog. But, yeah, there were forty nine um, people arrested uh two were football players mike and, and a tight end will yateman and they were the ones of course that made the headline because i'm doing a show then so obviously that got out this is 3 15 in the morning i'm going on air in a couple hours <laughs> and so he went through we called the lawyer there to, to get him processed and stuff and and i had to go on on air uh, about that and i i know it's really not answering your question because You know, disappointed, you know, your kid's in college, you know, your college, your kid's going to have a drink. Yeah, we know he's going to have a drink. There were people that were getting a hold of me, bummed that I wasn't mad at him and didn't punish him. I'm like, listen, we told our kids and Mike was the first and Sydney the last when they went to college that never drink and drive, never get in the car with someone who's drinking and driving ever and always uh, never be alone. And you know what? They followed that. They always had, you know, the cabs back then. Now that's Ubers. They didn't drink and drive. They followed. And college kids are going to drink. I'm sorry. I wasn't going to sit there and say, <laughs> you kids are going to college. You can't touch a drink till you're 21, the legal age. That's just, it was, it's unrealistic, unrealistic. So a lot of people thought I'd be mad. I said, no, I'm not, I wasn't mad at all. What I was mad about is he blew his mulligan two months into his freshman year. Yeah, it
11: was September. <laughs> I was mean, holy year.
9: shit. I mean, all of a sudden you're done <laughs> with your mulligans, man. You know, and, and even, you know, Charlie Weiss was the coach then, and you know, and he made him get up at five o'clock and hit, you know, do running and throw up and all that, what you gotta do, you know. But they're college kids, you know they're gonna make the, you know, think those things are gonna happen. But um, we weren't disappointed the, then. Uh, Mike, think, Mike
10: was a funny kid when uh growing up when uh, we were in Arizona, when he was, uh, he was in a Catholic school, it was like second grade and he was getting ready for his confirmation or not his, his confession. Right. So you, during school, you could tell they were harping on telling the truth and like, you know, confessing your things. So every night, regardless, <laughs> Mike, like at nine o'clock would go into bed <laughs> and a little while later we hear and he'd come down the hall and he's like, mom dad i got something to tell you now this went on for like weeks and yeah. it, it varied from i had a dream that i was chasing my first grade teacher around naked yeah to uh i used my i spit into my hands and rubbed it all over my desk to clean like these were the confessionals we were getting every night i mean so. it,
9: it, it's one of those things we'd listen to we'd say mike it's all oh, it's right, right. you yeah. go back to bed and we'd laugh our ass off. off yeah but we definitely want the one out there so he can get ragged about it that the first one Chris said when he was what in first grade that yeah. he was running around naked chasing his his, his teacher. teacher yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh
10: my god <laughs> and yeah. you know, he very attractive she was sorry. I mean
9: it was so hard for us not to bust out laughing when he was yeah. telling us that yeah. it was it was hilarious he went through most of the time he went through his brother getting in trouble, trouble yeah. Jake who was only about a year and a half younger while Mike was that the poor <laughs> old student you know Jake didn't Jake was smart, but didn't only apply himself when necessary. And the the um, progress reports would come in and his would suck and, and Mike's would be great. And they both slept in the same room and Chris would be walking to the room.
10: He'd hear me coming up the stairs, boom, boom, Pounding boom, boom.
9: the footsteps all the time. Congratulations,
10: Jake, you're failing again. Yeah, yeah and, and, and
9: Jake would start giving a bunch of excuses. Mike would just be curled up in his bed, bad. hoping yeah. it would all go away. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was hilarious, the two of them. He
10: had the burden of being the oldest. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, it just he kind of rode the he stayed the straight and narrow the best he could. I wish
9: I had a better answer to it. I do want it out there publicly that he dreamt in first grade about running around (laughs) naked (laughs) after first grade teacher.
8: Oh, that's great! Thank you guys so much.
10: Thank you.
1: (laughs) I'm uh, glad that you said. You know, kids in college are gonna do things, they're gonna make mistakes, they're gonna drink. My oldest leaves for college in two months, out of state. And we've had some discussions recently about how to be smart, how to be safe. Um, And I, I got a little bit of backlash from a friend who was like, I can't believe you're just basically telling her that she can drink as long as she's smart. Well, she's 18 and give me a break. I'm not an idiot. I, I used to be 18, believe it or not. It's going to happen.
10: Yep.
9: It uh, I mean, it, we were, I mean, well, when we were young and 18, they had that three, two beer, which was basically piss water. I mean, but still it felt good. You were allowed to drink it, you know, cause you could legally mm-hmm. drink at 18, but that was no more, you know, and everybody's got to be 21. I think, I it's, think it's I think it's ridiculous. It's
10: part of the college. Yeah social scene it's going to happen i think the fortunate thing now is that uber is so prevalent um there's there's alternatives to kids getting in cars with other kids and mm-hmm. i find that the kids are pretty responsible about like doing that like our kids always called cabs because they always. went to college before uber but i mean there's just ways around it and yeah, you know, always tell them to stay with a friend if it's a daughter. I mean, we we would rather,
9: you know, the the era before, you know, like my parents, when we all went to college, they like didn't want to know. And that was, you know, I'm not blaming them, but that was their generation. My mom was basically like, hey, you got through it safe. I don't need to hear the stories. I'm happy you got through it safe. We were, we, and our generation is a little more open. We had we have open discussions with our kids all the time, you know, about all that and saying, we get it. But you gotta be smart, and I know sometimes when alcohol's involved, you're not really smart. But if you set the parameters and the foundation of knowing you have the cab number and the Uber number, and knowing staying
10: with a friend, staying with a friend, not
9: getting in a car with someone who's drunk, and just you can still have your fun. Believe me, they had their fun. But by following some of those simple rules, you can save yourself, you know, a the the small a bit of aggravation, and b something horrifically tragic that could happen.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, Awkward transition into (laughs) a question from Will, who could not be with us tonight. And I might know the answer because I go way back um, with the listening and the watching. But Will wanted to know, what is the worst Mother's Day gift you ever received? I think Will knows the answer. (laughs) He might be baiting you.
9: This day... Cannot buy this at all. We
10: recently just sold that when we sold our house too. It's gone. She wouldn't
9: and let me bring it with us, me.
10: Do you know who bought it? No. No, I don't no know idea. either. So no. it's out there somewhere. Well, you it,
9: may want to tell everybody to it, it was
10: a massage <laughs> chair. And my kids and Mike went to Sharper Image, which was in our town where we lived when uh, this particular year. And they all sat down in those chairs. You know how they had them all lined up at Sharper Image. And they decided this was the perfect gift for me. And it wasn't like it
9: was the perfect. You're a hardworking mother. You take care of the family. I mean, everything, everything goes through you. Here's a chance for you to sit in the chair and let the chair massage you and just relax. It was a perfect gift, I thought.
10: I guess I wanted something more like I don't know. It was
9: either that or a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah.
10: <laughs> I mean, it wasn't an awful gift, but it was just not kind of what I was looking for, I guess. Man,
9: I used it a lot.
10: He used it a lot and it was in the boys' room. So that kind of
3: tells well, me. Well, as soon
9: as you, I wanted to put it in our, our sitting room in our bedroom and you were like, my God, no. no. So that's where it was going to go. So you can enjoy it every single night.
10: I guess I would have, was just hoping for something else. Like I was disappointed. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe See, something more.
9: 34 years of disappointment
3: that has to do with being a mom or a woman. So it I was. Know.
9: I explained it. Guys, isn't that a good explanation?
10: Do this? You work
9: did... hard, and this chair can massage you and relax you after a hard day's work.
1: Right.
9: No. I just didn't know. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dig it a hole, know. Mike. Give up on it your, is better
1: than a vacuum. I will yeah, say that. I, I would never true. get her a vacuum. Oh
10: my
9: god.
1: A Dyson vacuum is pretty awesome,
10: though. I have to say. Oh, say they're
2: fantastic. Cool vacuums, yeah. Nice right? vacuum is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
10: So. I
9: stand by my gift being a good gift.
10: Well, you enjoyed it for many years. I so. did. I loved
9: it. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and now someone else is enjoying it oh, and forever. can tell all their friends. Guess where I got this? Yeah. Yep,
10: <laughs> exactly. So I hope it's.
0: Yep.
5: All right, next we're going to go out to Allie in Tennessee. Hi guys, thanks for joining us tonight. So my question is for both of you. So since y'all have moved to Indiana and frequent Arizona, my question to both of you is, which is the better food establishment Portillo's or In-N-Out and why?
9: What was the first
10: portillo's. place oh
9: portillo oh portillo's. wow portillo's is
10: for sure wow. the cake shake at portillo's is
3: wow like i'm
10: not a big shake person but wow the cake shake is something else i don't know if you guys have had it but it's a chocolate shake and they take an actual piece of chocolate cake and they blend it up into the shake so coming through your straw are like uh, chunks, of chunks of cake, of cake.
9: it's it, it, it's the closest thing to heaven i've ever had <laughs> And I love In-N-Out. I, as far yeah, I as too. burgers, I'm I'm probably that's probably number one for me. I mean, we have this fight all the time with Mike and Jake and Sydney. They
10: like Five Guys. They like
9: good. Five Guys, and I I do too. I yep. like a lot of burgers, but I love In-N-Out. But Portello's without yeah. question, there's more variety there, and I, I I've never had a better shake than the cake shake.
10: And the, I I'm partial to the roast beef sandwich. Yeah. So, yeah.
9: If you guys have never had it's a definitely. cake shake at Portello's, you you will never have another shake that you'll like better after you have that. It's unbelievable.
10: Yeah. Uh,
5: yeah, I'm going to have to get one in 350 some more days when I go back up to Indianapolis. I had my first experience with it last weekend and Portillo's was mind-blowing. Did, oh.
10: did you have shake the shake?
5: No, I only had the chili cheese dog, oh, but it was also amazing. A, yeah. Shake, shake, yeah. it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. So.
5: That's awesome. Thank yeah. you, guys. Oops.
1: Oh, I love food talk. It's my favorite. Well, food talk, gambling talk, alcohol talk. Um, <laughs> exactly. Now we're going to go out to America's mayor, not just our pod mayor, everyone's favorite mayor, Mayor Matt in Cartersville, Georgia.
0: Thank you, Pam. Uh, Mike, Christine, thank you so much for making time for us tonight. I have to say this before we get started, Mike, my, uh, my real job, I'm, I'm a broadcaster. And so I really want to thank you for, uh, bringing a level, what I've always admired about you was your relatability, your approachability and your professionalism. And I've just always admired that. And it's kind of helped me, uh, be a better broadcaster in what I do here in Cartersville. So thank you for that. Oh, I
9: appreciate that. Thank you.
0: The, um, we're going to play a little game. If you listen to stupidity at all, you know, Stu usually ends up with some rapid fire things. So Christy, both either one of y'all can jump in on these. Formats. It's going to be, it's either going to be Golik or Nolik. Oh, yeah, yeah. I played this one with two,
9: actually. Oh, that's right, yeah. That's what he was ranking all my kids. kids. There you go.
0: All right, so first one, pineapple on pizza, go lick or no lick? Go
9: lick. I'm a no lick, but I don't, I, people always say, oh, my God, you can't do that. If people like it, go ahead and have a ball with it. But I don't like it, so I go no lick.
10: I like it, so go lick.
9: Well, that means it's go lick.
10: There
0: you go. Beer pong is better than cornhole, go lick or No lick.
9: Oh, go lick, all the way, yeah, all the way.
0: Peeing in the shower, go lick or no
10: lick. <laughs> <laughs>
9: the, the people, the people who say they don't are the people it, that are lying. It
10: was Bomani Jones. That was just having a fit about it.
9: Honestly. I mean, why wouldn't you? Water's running in the drains right there. I mean, seriously.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, Mike ate more than six donuts on national donut day. Go lick or no lick
9: this past donut day? Yes. Oh, that was a Nolik. Nolik. He had two. I had two, but I, I mean, you. I have had in the past without right. question. Right. Listen, I'm 58. And I can watch my figure a little more.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. All right, going to end with this one. Uh, we're going to step away from Gullick or Nolik. I'd like to know either the most embarrassing or entertaining story from your youth sports experience. You guys spent countless hours at countless games and swim meets and whatnot. Is there a single story that kind of jumps out? Good, bad, funny, sad, inspiring, whatever it is.
9: Well, for me, it was actually happened to me. I was 10 years old and I was in youth football and I was the quarterback and we ran like an option type of deal and we ran the option and I faked it to the running back and and pulled the ball and ran and and it worked really well because I was running free uh, going down the sideline. But while I was the biggest guy uh, on the field, I was probably the slowest. So it was just a matter of time before everybody caught me. So what happened was the first guy that caught me, as I mentioned, I was bigger than everybody. So this kid was smaller and he dove for me and he got me around the waist and fell down my waist. But unfortunately, my pants fell down as well, but I didn't fall down. So I was still standing with my pants down. So I kept running, but I was really shuffling because my pants were down and all that was on was my jock. And then, uh, obviously, everybody caught me that much quicker, and they all tackled me out of bounds. And wouldn't you know it, it was right where all the cheerleaders were. So I was 10 years old, my pants were at my ankles, and I was right by all the cheerleaders, which which, when you're 18 or 20, you may enjoy that more <laughs> than when you're 10. So that was kind <laughs> of an embarrassing moment for me.
10: That's true. My- and uh, senior day at Notre Dame, this oh, isn't a youth story, but no. you go out on the, the field with with your sons for senior day at Notre Dame, and uh, it was the second. The
9: second one. Mikey Mike, Mike, did
10: it twice because he did a fifth year. Fifth year, year
9: so it was Jake senior, yeah, so, they so they both came together. out together.
10: So they came hmm. out together, and we looked at Mike, and he had peed his pants before senior day and was running out on the field. We have all kinds of pictures. And his pants are all wet for all these 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 pictures that we have of all of us together Ma- out on the Mike's field. Mike's one of
9: the nastiest people there is when he had a football uniform on. He would throw Between up,
10: throwing up, throw and up
9: like Gatorade. Pants. He'd have like orange Gatorade. He had to stop drinking colored Gatorade when they wore white jerseys. Because the shit would just go on his jersey and it would be that color. And yeah, he he pee himself.
10: But I mean, you think that you would stop, like, take note that it's senior day and you're running out with your family, but no. Okay. So every picture we have it's of all of us together, big old peace day. emotional.
9: We're all tears up top, yeah. and Mike obviously had tears on the bottom as well. <laughs> unbelievable. It was
3: awful. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much.
3: These stories. These stories. Are just gonna help Jeff with this um, pool that we have. He's oh, ahead. Ahead. That's exactly. He's gonna run. He's gonna run away with it. Let's go. That's
1: exactly <laughs> where I was going. Jeff's
9: favorite right now. He's at four to one. So I still like Mike. Mike's odds. <laughs> <laughs>
3: we'll see.
7: Me too.
1: All right. Next, we've got Stupak up in Detroit. Stupak, are you there? You never know where he's coming in from.
12: I'm here. What's going on? Are you good The goalie? Good, good, good.
1: Good.
10: Stupidity.
12: Stupidity. No, no doubt. No doubt. Now this question was just for the misses. What is the, or who is the Stu Gots of lying out of all the boys? And who told the worst lie out of all the guys? And what was it? Meaning like where they told a lie. You were just like, come on. I know you don't think I'm going to believe that.
10: You Can you think of one? it was jake. jake jake always told yeah i mean me jake and i we had this love-hate relationship while he was in high school the kid just didn't want to play by the rules like i was like just do your homework like it'll just make your life so much easier than because he eventually had to do it but he would lie weakly oh. to me about his progress reports i mean Oh, the teacher forgot to put my grades in. Oh, you know, I'm I'm allowed to, I'm allowed
9: to do this homework. homework. And so so the grade's going to change, you know, I
10: mean, it was just an ongoing battle. Just
9: So full of shit, Shit. you know, and we knew it, you know, it just is like, he just comes up to the same thing every single time.
10: Yeah. I mean, it was my kids overall, my kids were really good kids, but he just hated school, hated school, hated school. And so the lies were always about school. So my mom warned me. She said, you always get one kid who just doesn't want to go through.
9: And, and Jake Jake just Jake is one of those that I think would have struggled having like a boss. So what did he do? Him and his wife, they bought two Orange Theory Fitness Studios and they're their own bosses. So,
10: and they're doing great. And
9: they're doing great. He's, he does great. Jake is extremely street smart.
10: And good hands on. And like great hands on.
9: Mechanic could fix anything. And he's very, very street common sense. But God, he doesn't want to read a book. Hates or the books. Yet. Oh my God,
12: he hates the books. Yeah. It's
10: unbelievable. Yeah. So I mean
9: I if had
12: one more question, thing. Like, it's not a question. It's just more of a comment. Now, after they brought that stuff up about peeing in the shower, I just went up because I'm in Detroit. So I just went up to random, like pretty girls on the street I didn't know. And I like and I asked you a personal question, they are like what? And I asked them, Have you ever peed in the shower? And they all started laughing. They all said yes too. Like none of them ever said no. So that's just a side note.
10: I was curious if they were going to lie to you or tell the truth because.
12: Yeah, they told the truth to because.
10: I <laughs> mean, again, it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's it, it's right there. Yeah,
12: it's right there. It's the easiest, easiest. I mean, I, I honestly was truly amazed. I didn't think I would get that many yeses from all these ladies. To be honest, I should have videotaped it. To be honest.
9: You should've. You should've. What, what what's more interesting is peeing in the pool. Oh yeah, that's the one. I I have people though. I knew people that would go into a lake swim in the lake or the ocean, and they wouldn't pee there. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Every fish and creature in there is doing it, is peeing and pooping in there. You They would leave the lake to go pee. I'm like, I, I don't understand it at all.
10: Are you guys all on board with that? Absolutely.
1: Don't yeah, get out of the water you, to pee. You ever no. heard
2: of a current? Like, come on.
1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> this is going to move away. <laughs>
1: it's no. Of- flush yeah absolutely all right we did have mark with us who is also in michigan but he was summoned away so he dropped he dropped a note in the chat and asked me to find out what fashion trend from your kids growing up did you guys hate the most And where does that rank with Gojo's current short shorts and denim bib overall obsession?
9: Wow. Well, Sydney, for a while, wouldn't refuse to wear underwear. I I don't mean she didn't wear anything.
1: She
10: was like in middle school and under her uniform, she would only wear like under armor. Like bike shorts. Bike shorts.
9: Yeah like workout shorts
10: and i mean it was like everywhere she went she would just wear these bike shorts and she was
9: a swimmer so she swam every day so she had bike shorts on at school and then she'd have a swimsuit on the rest of the day it's unbelievable as
10: far as like fashion there wasn't one i really hated but i hated when my boys had their hair long
9: oh my god
10: after they got out of um high school they weren't
9: allowed yeah they weren't allowed to have it long they went to all they went to catholic high school they weren't allowed to have long hair there Boy, but when each one got to Notre Dame, the boys, oh my God. I
10: hated it. They looked terrible. And I kind of just let them do it because I knew they had to get it out of their system. And it wasn't hurting anybody, but it was unattractive. But if you want to pull
9: up one of the the great pictures and to pull it up is Mike's mugshot when he got arrested.
10: Just Google it.
9: Mike had a beard and had long, (laughs) frizzy hair. He looked like a mass murderer. You look at that picture and you say, whatever he's accused of, he he's it. guilty. <laughs> he looked like the meanest mother there is. He was pissed off because he got arrested. And he had all this hair and beard and stuff. He looked like he would scare the shit out of you.
2: Bring, bringing this back to the... Um, Allie's got it. Yeah, bringing Sorry, back Allie's
1: back got it on me. camera.
2: Yeah. Bringing this back to the pending competition. I had the exact <laughs> same hair going into USC. Did you Identical, so you know. Th- 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 but I get I get shit for not having it long. I get crap for keep cutting it too
9: short. So, so do you keep hard. it short because you're losing it, or you keep it short because you want to keep it,
10: it short? Look like he's
2: losing. no nah, I have plenty of hair. It's just it was yeah. hot outside, so I went and buzzed
9: it off.
10: Right, that makes sense. It yeah, grows, it grows back because everybody
9: wonders why I, I'm 58 and I have a thick head of hair, and why Mike. You know, is balding at thirty-one. He's not real happy with me about that, by the way. Mikey
10: said if he knew then he would have just kept that long hair and never cut it. Yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>, um, <laughs>
1: yeah.
10: Oh well. It happens.
1: All right. Now we're gonna go down to Miami and hear from John. Nope, we're not. John's gone. Did he get no chess? Was, was that
9: really uh, stupid
3: it, it. it was. Oh, John,
1: yeah. John in Miami is uh-huh. gone. Uh-huh. All right. So let's stay in Miami and go to Kij. Hey,
6: Christine and Mike. Thank you for joining us. It's a pleasure seeing you all. Um, so first of all, actually, with relating to the whole peeing in pools comment, I'm a former swimmer. And, you know, you can ask me or any swimmer from between me and Michael Phelps to, you know, Ryan Lochte, every single swimmer peas and pools everyone else does anyone who says they aren't they're a liar they're a liar for
10: sure,
9: exactly. sure. Without question sydney did it all the time yeah. all the time yeah
6: there's so much water there's so much chlorine like it's going to be diluted
9: it it the gutters right. it flows
6: through no issues.
10: nothing's living exactly. yeah
6: yeah 100 you can't you can't get out of practice right
10: no
6: um but uh, also yeah so like i have a pretty open-ended question compared to everyone else's um so like how was it having sons that were kind of uh, pursuing the same passions and uh, professions as uh, Mike senior over here? And like, was it, was it kind of con- like, a, what did it ever concern you? Was it worrying or were you kind of just proud uh, because these are really competitive professions from football to, you know, doing radio.
10: Right. Um, it was never concerning. Cause I, whatever they wanted to do, like I was always, Fully supportive of what they wanted to do but you know you always worry because the older they got the more they got compared to mike and that's hard sometimes um especially like when they got to notre dame i i struggled a little bit it was at the beginning of social media and i had somebody who made a social media account just to troll me and trolled me about everything with the kids And there are all those chat rooms and everything. And I made the mistake early on of reading what people were saying in there. Wouldn't do it again. If I, if I had a do over, I would just ignore because the noise, like there's just noise out there, no matter what, not everybody's going to like you, but um, I was really proud of our kids. Like they worked hard. It's hard to get to where they were. Um, And, their work ethic, you know, has been great because of it, yeah. But, but think, it was hard, it was hard. The, to the toughest stuff.
9: thing, well, first, as far as the Notre Dame thing, you know, they they we were one of those where they played all sports growing up, and and we always are trying really harp on that to parents today to have their kids do a lot of sports. But once they wanted to do you know, football, and once they had a goal of playing at Notre Dame, and Sydney's was swimming at Notre Dame, you know, basically, I was able to, or we were able to say, okay, well these are some of the things you're going to need to do. You're going to need to sacrifice things and work extra hard and work extra long and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when they're kids, you know, a lot of times they'll eat that up and do that times they won't, but for the most part they did, they were hardworking kids. They did what they had to do. They went above and beyond. And, and I told them it was probably um, Mike had a visit at Florida when Urban Meyer was the coach we were down at Florida. He was a junior in high school and Jake was a sophomore. Jake, was starting to be recruiting as well. So I brought Jake on the trip and I, I, I had a private moment with them. And I said, listen, I said, go wherever you want. I said, you got to go where, where makes you happy. Don't go anywhere because me and your mother went there, even though basically Notre Dame was everywhere in our house. But I was serious in saying that go wherever makes you happy. They were set on Notre Dame. I think the tougher part after they got kind of out of our, under our roof, it was more the pressure they put on themselves, mm-hmm. that they felt there was pressure on them not only maybe to go to Notre Dame, but then to perform well there, or they were letting down a family, which which they obviously weren't. I mean, there's no chance in hell that that happens. They attained their their dream. If their dream was, I want to go play at Nebraska, cool, and they got to go to Nebraska, I'd have, we'd have been just as happy. We would have, yeah but they wanted them to go to Notre Dame and they got to go to Notre Dame, but then it's the pressure they put on themselves when we're not around, you know, and a lot of times when, when kids do that, they keep it in a little more than express it. So you worry, you know, are, are they feeling pressure? What's on their minds and stuff. So as a parent, it can be, it can be tough.
6: Yeah. And it sounds like you guys did a really good job of, you know, instilling that hard work ethic and obviously they're all doing great.
9: They were all hard um, workers. I mean, yeah. the, the one thing, I mean, Their work ethic was always incredible. They were never, never afraid to put the time in.
10: It's funny because we were just talking about it the other day and, you know, you try to do the best job you can, but there's like certain things that you look and you go, maybe we should have done this a little bit different or, you know, but overall, I'm pretty happy with.
9: Well, I am too. Listen, you know, here's the thing. I mean, what what do they say? You know, 2% of college athletes make it to the profession. Okay. Well. My one went through two training camps, my other one, because, you know, whatever reason, injuries, whatever, he never even got to a training camp in Sydney, you know, there's no pro swimming, and she didn't go to the Olympics. So it ends then. But what all that work does when they're kids to prepare them there, that translates to life. I mean, preparing and working hard as an athlete, I mean, it lets you know how hard you how hard you can work and that when you need to do it in an adult fashion, I mean, my, Jake and his wife, Jenny, who ran track here at Notre Dame, they kept two businesses afloat during COVID. I mean, you want to talk about hard work, and they put it in, they put the hours in, they fixed what they had to, they worked when they had to, I mean, that's, and I and I truly believe that's learned at a young age of a foundation of understanding, okay, this shit has to get done, I can't look around for other people to do it, I gotta buckle up and do it, and, and I think that stuff when you're a kid helps you when you become an adult.
6: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, I think that's like really important. Since so I'm happy, you know, my parents also did that for me. You said um, a swimmer, right? yeah, I was a, I was an ex swimmer. Yeah. For a bit.
10: Swimmers. I mean, swimmers. So,
9: so let me, let me say when you were done swimming, when your competition ended, when was the next time you went in a pool?
4: Like and, in
9: swim and, and laps.
6: swam laps. Um, yeah. It took a while. I mean, I did it a bit, you know, after I quit in college, but it, it took a while. I was kind of done with it because of all the, you know, hours and hours that you put in, you don't really want to do it again.
10: One time
9: since 2016. Yeah. Wow. One time. Yeah. So like swimming laps. laps I yeah. mean, Yeah. there's people always, cause I, I swam competitively until out from six to like 14. So I knew about, you know, swimming and such. There's no comparison. What the harder sport is when people say, what's harder football or swimming i said well swimming's harder than football i wrestled as well i said wrestling's harder than football i mean the preparation for it even the football players here at notre dame who were friends with sydney they all understood that swimming was way harder to prepare for than football was
10: well when the boys were in high school they made the mistake of saying we can do one of sydney's swim practices and showed up there they didn't even didn't make it
9: through the warm-up they were done they were done.
10: done they had a yeah. new appreciation for their sister. lactic
9: acid locked their bodies
10: yeah. Yeah. So kudos to you yeah you
6: know. well appreciate you all um appreciate you all very much and yeah if, if the, you find any other trolls coming after you just know you have a whole battalion of people that are you know pretty good at dealing with trolls and just send another, yeah. back we'll be there
2: that's good. Thanks. I've learned to like blow it off. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. She's grown from that. <laughs> <Yeah. experience. laughs>
4: <But> thank you. <laughs> no, we got you. Thanks,
1: Thanks much. All right. Next, we're gonna head up to Brooklyn and hear from Aunt.
4: Hey, Christine. Hi. Hey, Mike. Thank How you good? very much for joining us in our after hours. We really appreciate you giving us your time and and all the really great stuff you're you're talking about. So, I want to continue down the path of what Kish was talking about for a second, Christine. As a mom, did you feel were you worried about your kids going where your husband went because of the success Mike had and he made it to pro football? And were you ever worried that it was going to be too much for them to sort of live in their, their father's shadow, so to speak?
10: Um, not, not really. Um, as they went along and as we got closer to it, like with, like I said, with the chat rooms and whatnot, I made the mistake of listening to too much of the outside chatter. Um, and that's a mistake. Like you just got to like, trust the process and go along and, you know, be in your bubble, so to speak, when it comes to that kind of stuff. But no, I I never really thought about it all that much, just because you're going along, you're busy with life and whatnot. But you definitely knew that there was some pressure from the outside world. Oh, yeah. And then looking at you, like, how are they going to be compared to Mike?
9: And then listen, you know, People are like, oh god, they had three kids go to Notre Dame and on scholarships and play sports. Listen, it all wasn't fantastic it stuff. It wasn't. I mean, Mike didn't start till you know the end of his junior year, you know. Uh, and and Jake, Jake was
10: hurt a lot. Jake,
9: you know, snapped his arm, had a back surgery, and once you any athlete knows, once you start getting injured, you start falling on that depth chart. He ended up transferring after his uh, senior year to go to Cincinnati. Sydney never had a she was like nationally ranked from like 10 through like 15 and got to college and never got a time better. So I mean, you know, but they put in all that work, you know, and and unfortunately, it always it doesn't always go, you know, the way you want it to, you know, and 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 but they worked their ass off, they stuck it out. And, and and as a parent, you see their hard work, you want to see the payoff for them and and sometimes it doesn't sometimes come. it doesn't doesn't happen as much
10: no nope. but they look back and they they have no regrets None. about how it went nope. for them or you know obviously they would have liked the happy ending yeah. that everybody yeah. you know dreams of and going to the pros and going to the olympic trials but you know what it wasn't in the cards
9: so. they, they all love notre dame they all love coming back yeah. here that's why we had this house right by campus i mean that notre dame is forever in, in all our hearts
10: uh, one thing i have to say as a mom i was a little naive because you think if your kids put in the hard work then you know if they do the work and they do what they're supposed to it's all going to turn out for them huh. it's, not, it's not the case there's no. there's so many things from coaches to injury to just the luck of who's at the school with you that um that all play a role in in what Fate has to offer you. So um, while it's great to work hard, it doesn't always mean you're yeah. going to get what you want. Yeah. So, but yeah. that's
9: why I say the hard work you put in, you may not get it where you wanted it, but it you, shows can, up in other you can apply it later, yeah. you know, you know, when, when you move on from that. Yeah.
4: Well, thank you. Um, yeah. My dad went to Notre Dame. So, but I never necessarily okay. had the pressure to go there. My dad was sort of like, you guys go where you want to go, go. It's right. going to make you happy than necessarily like trying to steer me well, as another Catholic as you guys are, um, I right. never felt that pressure. So I've got one more for you, Mike. Going yep. back to something you talked about earlier, what's your go-to breakfast? Are you a pancakes guy? Are you are eggs and sausage or bacon, or where do you sit? I mean, I, I normally I'll eat healthier now and do eggs and like a
9: chicken sausage type of thing or oatmeal. That that's for just for I'm also type two diabetic, so to keep my numbers right. But if you're asking me, when I get after it on a for a breakfast. It's definitely a, um, probably a pancake or French toast with tons. We we left this place, uh, The Harvest, in, in Connecticut. Every now and then they make this brown sugar whipped cream, which I get a plate of like pancakes or a Belgian waffle, and you can't see it because they just put the brown sugar whipped cream all over the plate. So... I definitely am in the cake category of uh for breakfast foods when I'm gonna go. Do you go prefer
10: on. pancakes or waffle?
9: I I, I probably I probably go pancake. I probably would, even though a waffle has a nice holes in there that holds all the stuff a little better. But I I I love a good pancake, really do. Awesome. Thank you. Yep. <laughs>
1: Excellent. Well, before we get you guys out of here, because we want to be respectful of your time and we appreciate very much all that you've given us. But before we let you go, we want to go back out to Lou because he has something for you. Okay, hey
8: guys. Just to say, you guys have been an absolute light tonight. It's been such an honor. Okay, but all right. So, what's going on? I'm sorry. All right. Well, anyway, so we got you guys two hats. And we made you two hats. <laughs> It says, sorry in advance, uh, the the Gold Week podcast.
10: Those are awesome. Oh, those
8: are awesome.
10: Those are awesome. I am a hat fanatic. I, yeah. like, I didn't really talk about that, but I have so many hats. So that's that's awesome. I can't wait. Oh, to- that
9: is fantastic.
10: Thank you. We're hoping that Did I keep I- <laughs> back on the podcast world here. So, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. Oh, Thank that you. is
9: great. Thank you.
10: Cool. Um, so we'll- is
8: it? I was going to say, is it okay if I send it to the same
9: address as the hat you're wearing?
10: Yes. Will that work? Yeah.
9: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. We'll see what other hats we can add to the collection down the line.
1: Yes. Yes. I always love a good hat. So thank you. Lou, what we were laughing at was, as per your standard issue, every time you go to give the hat to the guest, your internet craps out exactly what every time
8: <laughs> it's, I, I have look, I have i we got I have a dedicated hotspot just for this it's right next to my phone computer and it's still not working. so I'm sorry I, I, you, you didn't miss it I said that you guys are an absolute delight tonight yes,
10: I appreciate it
9: that was fu- and, it
1: was very fun and
9: unfortunately your dedicated hotspot is a dedicated piece of shit <laughs>
1: And hey, Jeanette just got her wish because in the group chat today she said, "I wonder if we can get like to shit on one of us." Yes.
3: <laughs> what are the odds on that? Should have bet. Could have made like five one one Thank you, Mike. Uh, so now we have, uh, we have a, a wager.
11: Yeah.
10: About uh, the dating, and we yeah. have the uh, below, below deck. Below deck, yeah. yeah. Right. A, and the, the the pirate ship. The
2: pirate ship. Yes. Right? yes. I'm downloading all the dating apps as we speak.
4: <laughs> Wait, maybe Christine can help you and your mom can help Mike. What do you think?
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. That's yeah, it. I'll a win. mom swap. Yeah.
2: There we go. We'll exchange, we'll exchange details, contact information in front.
1: That's
8: Awesome.
3: That could this? be a great TV show. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yes.
1: Right?
3: That is a great. Jeanette and you and Jeff both
1: live in Los Angeles make it happen there you go
3: i think it would be really good
9: that would be very
4: cool
3: Yep. lah uh, productions presents
4: <laughs> mom, mom swap mom, mom swap. swap getting your friend's son married mom
3: swap, yeah. which son will be married first
1: oh, right to the
3: finish
4: so good, so good.
9: and we
3: will s- all of like the catering and stuff it'll be nothing but gatorade because we know we have to get that money shot of gojo like uh, on the nice yes. yeah yeah <laughs>
4: I and on his skateboard. wearing?
0: I don't know this for sure, but if you're going to do a search on Mom Swap, I wouldn't do it on your work computer. <laughs> I like, There's going to be a problem.
1: Not doing it on my work issued laptop. Thanks for that reminder.
9: That's a that's a, that's a great teaching moment right there.
1: <laughs> you just kept 14 people from getting fired. Wow. There you go.
3: Very well done. <laughs>
1: That's why he's America's mayor. Well there done. you go. Thank you. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. This has been I know a joy for all of us. I am such a big fan of yours, Christine. I, you have been like my mom role model I, and I'm not just blowing smoke. I followed you from before I was a mom. Now all my kids are high school or college. Um it, this has been wonderful. We love you too, Golik. Thank you so much. Um ah, this has been so exciting. I feel like we made new friends tonight. Thank you new friends. Yeah, we Thanks did. you guys.
9: Also by by you saying how long you've been following just lets us know how freaking old we are yeah. too.
1: <laughs> well, I'm I'm not much younger than both of you. So <laughs> I started a little later having kids and that's the only well, difference. Luck. So
10: College and hopefully we'll thank talk. You, yeah, again. hopefully yeah. we we'll
1: yes, yes, we yeah. will. Now that I know we're friends, you'll get sick of me like tagging yeah, you, yeah. but not in in the mean stuff like some people have. In the good stuff. Yep. So, great. can That's we true. get a thank you, Golix, on a count of three? One, two, three. Thank you, Golix. Thank you, you Golix. Thank you, you. Golix.
6: Thank you, you. Thank you, you. Oh <laughs>
1: Thank you guys. Right, thanks a lot. Bye. Thanks so much. Thank you.
7: So much. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yeah, got rid of the wrong mic. Oh. <laughs> wow. wow. Oh. Leave it. Oh. Leave it
4: in. Leave, Leave it, it in. in. Yeah.
7: Bye.
3: <laughs> bye.